Welcome to the 19th episode of our podcast series for advisors considering the independent space. Today's episode is Beyond the Risk, What's Driving Non-Protocol Advisors to Independence? I'm Mindy Diamond, and this is Mindy Diamond on Independence. This podcast is available on our website, diamond-consultants.com, and on wealthmanagement.com, as well as iTunes and other resources. In our last episode, we looked at the importance of building an independent business with tangible enterprise value, answering questions like, how do you position a firm to be an attractive home for other breakaways and RIAs looking to sell or merge? And why is M&A so important? In today's episode, I'd like to discuss an ever-growing trend, a phenomenon actually of sorts, where advisors who work for the most restrictive firms are joining the movement to independence. The most restrictive firms are those that have always been non-protocol, like Goldman Sachs, Bernstein, J.P. Morgan Private Bank, Neuberger Berman, and the like. What's driving this trend? Why are advisors willing to take the added risk to become entrepreneurs? How big a trend is it? And what can the rest of us learn from them? Lots to say on the topic, so I'm going to jump right in. No doubt that the breakaway movement shows no sign of abatement. And in fact, almost every day we learn of yet another advisor who's chosen to shed the handcuffs that come along with being an employee of a brokerage firm. Not 10 years ago, had someone managing a billion in assets chosen to go independent, the industry would have looked on with incredulity and, for sure, leaders at the firm he left would be dismissing the move as an anomaly and giving reasons why they were glad he moved on. Today, unless someone has been living under a rock, it's impossible to dismiss the diaspora out of the wirehouses as a one-off, a passing fad, or anything but the sustainable trend that it is. To be sure, any advisor who chooses to leave the mothership is courageous, giving up the comfort and turnkey support of a major firm. But it's especially brave when, say, a Goldman Sachs advisor does so. I'm not looking to pick on Goldman. In fact, I have tremendous respect for the firm And having represented a number of their private wealth advisors who have chosen to move, I can say that their employees, their advisors that are, are amongst the most talented and sophisticated in the industry. But rather, I'm using Goldman as an example to drive my point home. With a 60 or 90-day garden leave restriction and no protocol protection, if an advisor were to leave Goldman, he's taking a significant legal risk. And while client portability is never a guarantee for any advisor who makes a move, the question of how much of his assets will follow a Goldman advisor is even greater, simply because the firm is such a powerful competitor. As a result, historically, it's been rare to see even one Goldman advisor leave in a year. So why in the past year or so have eight PWA or private wealth advisory teams, that I'm aware of at least, have left Goldman. Why have four of them gone independent thus far with likely more to follow? Let's be clear first about how huge these moves are. These advisors 
have left the most restrictive firm to make the biggest leap of all, to go from being an employee to building one's own firm. So what makes the move to independence worth it? First, the ability to serve clients with more freedom and creativity is exponentially improved. Especially for ultra-high net worth focused advisors, the ability to build a true multifamily office, which is completely conflict-free, in that case, independence can be especially appealing. Second, the ability to build real enterprise value and equity is extremely enticing. Third, the power to grow faster with greater efficiency and control. Fourth, is the ability to customize means creating the very best experience for clients. Being able to pick and choose from a true open architecture of solutions, platforms, and technology gives advisors the best chance to align interests with clients. And finally, the real chance to improve quality of life and to live one's best business life. So it all sounds good, and I can't think of anyone who would argue with those benefits. But let's be real. Garden leave is a bear. That is, the time when the advisor must stay away from work and clients during the notice period while still remaining on the payroll. The inability to communicate with clients for 60 or 90 days, depending upon what your post-employment restrictions dictate, just after a break is most advisors' worst nightmare. So what are the common traits amongst these brave souls that choose to take the leap? It's that they all really want it, and that's the most important trait of all. It's your belief that there is a better way to serve clients and to grow your business that must outweigh the fear. Your commitment to making this leap must be unwavering. Two, these folks really believe in the loyalty of their clients. They trust they've always done right by them, and they trust that now is the time for them to really leverage those relationships. Third, they have tremendous self-confidence. They believe in themselves. Four, they have patience because asset portability probably will take a bit longer. Five, and this is important, they have a long enough runway so that the effort is worth it. That is, they're not looking to retire or leave the business in under five or seven years. They know that they're in it for the long term and they're willing to be long-term greedy. And finally, they're risk tolerant and big picture focused. They have their eye on the prize. So what's the takeaway from all of this? We're living in a world where there are more options than ever before for quality advisors. No longer are these folks constrained by a limited set of options. Essentially, what used to be a choice between four wirehouses and the regional firms. Independence has been validated many times over as a real option for advisors who feel the requisite pushes and pulls. That is, pushes because of the limitations and frustrations placed upon their ability to serve clients with freedom and control, 
and a pull towards something better, which is the ability to build an enterprise with enormous long-term upside. As the constraints brought upon by bureaucracy and marginalization continue to tighten their grip, we will continue to see more and more top advisors in the industry make the leap to independence, including those that have the biggest distance to cover in their leap. That's where the highest level of risk has the greatest opportunity to be diminished by the potential reward. In our next episode, I'm excited to let you know that I will be interviewing Tim Oden, National Managing Director for Schwab Advisor Services. We will be discussing his perspective on the breakaway movement and most notably, the number of ultra high net worth focused advisors we are watching make that leap. It promises to be an enlightening conversation and I hope you'll join us. Until then, I encourage you to visit our website, diamond-consultants.com and click on the tools and resources link for valuable content. And if you're not a recipient of our weekly email, Perspectives for Advisors, click on the blog link to browse recent articles. Feel free to email or call me if you have specific questions. I can be reached at 908-879-1002 or by email at mdiamond at diamond-consultants.com. Please know that all requests are handled with complete discretion and confidentiality. I thank you for listening. I also want to thank wealthmanagement.com for sharing this podcast with their viewers and subscribers. This is Mindy Diamond on Independence.